Lime, duh. I didn't see Peacemaker yet, uh, but uh, friend of the show, mm-hmm. Jabroniak, Patroniak, Peter Hoare posted the intro. And uh, I, uh, well, I was saying, are you drinking a White Claw? Wait, wait, let's get to the bottom of that first. Are you drinking a White Claw at 10 a.m.? Yeah. Has anyone? It's clearly not a white claw, but I don't know what it is. <laughs> but it looks just like a white claw. But two things: good for white claw on having the branding of like a white can, like a white skinny right. can. You're like it's a white claw. And then also, I want to point out: uh, has anyone ever made the joke? Because you you know you go like, well, it's five p.m. somewhere, right? Yes. Does anyone go like, oh, it's ten a.m. and you go, yeah, well, it's seven a.m. somewhere? Does someone ever just lean hard into being an alcoholic? Oh, like saying like <laughs> they start drinking at seven a.m. Yeah, yeah, you're like sorry for the late start. Essentially, you know what I yeah. mean? Yeah, I think <laughs> I might have even made that joke at one yeah, point. It's, it's, it has to have existed. Yeah. It's at least happened in an improv scene. That's for sure. Uh huh. For sure. And anyway, everyone went. Uh huh. <laughs> yeah. Everyone, oh, yeah. Everyone. Uh, went, yeah. Uh-huh, yeah. It's good. Uh, that was yeah. good. That was good. Uh, anyway. <laughs> Improv sucks. No, uh, no but uh, no. This is a this intro. is a uh, triple oh. shot. A triple shot. La Colombe coffee. Oh, not, I forgot how schmancy you are. We are not sponsored. This is from Trader Joe's, my guy. This is not fancy. Oh yeah. Well, the Trader Joe's by me. I don't know if a you lot thought of people say Angelina Jolie is in there a lot. Is what I've been hearing. I don't know if you thought because <laughs> it started with a la, but this is not fancy. Well, La Colombe, they have like, I don't want to talk about La Colombe. I want to talk about the Peacemaker intro, which is just about as fantastic as you would think it is. Like, it's, yeah, I mean, they kind of do like an old school, like, here's the whole cast dancing. Yes. Right? Yeah. <laughs> and it changes each episode. It changes. Wow. To, as different characters are like about to be introduced. So I'll say this. I'm going through like kind of a TV rut where I'm kind of like, don't really know what, like, I'm like, oh, I don't know what to watch, and um, yeah, you know, and I'm like, ah, you know, I'll watch things, but I'm like, there, I'm kind of unexcited to hit play. I haven't had a thing where I'm like excited to watch it, right? But then, like, everyone's like, oh, Peacemaker with John Cena, and I realize how big of a star Cena is in my brain. Like, yeah. I mean, he's a huge star to begin with, but I was like, oh yeah, John Cena, like a John Cena vehicle. Like, I didn't even care. Suicide Squad, the movie didn't do anything. I think the first one just like tarnished it for me. It was so bad. Yeah, but then I thought the second, the second one, one was 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 pretty entertaining. I liked it. It was really funny. I I, I actually really liked it. I thought it was pretty funny. Yeah. I liked um, I like in that movie they kind of pulled off the whole thing that it's like kind of vignettes of each character. Yeah, you know what I mean, like the Harley Quinn, which she like kind of is dating that guy and then just kills him like that. You know, like mm-hmm. I, I I I dug it. In the first one, it was like, what the fuck is this? You know, right? But um. Well, I but, think uh, though not to not Cena to get being too, at the helm of the show. I'm just saying that's yeah. all that made me excited. N- not to get too deep into the woods, but that just made me think of something. How it seems like DC movies and DC like content seems to get directed uh, as though it's a comic book. Like it has like these scenes that are kind of like um, like one character doing their thing and da da da. Uh, whereas Marvel movies seem to get filmed as like this is just like a movie about this, and then this people in it are superheroes. Um, and Peacemaker lands more in that category. Yeah. And so it doesn't feel necessarily like other DC stuff or even James Gunn stuff. Although I'm going to give you the straight talk. You want to finish your point? I'll give you you straight talk. You're going to try to cancel. Are you going to try to cancel James Gunn again? 
No. For, 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 for weird. He got canceled for just weird tweets, right? For just Yeah, weird, for, weird for tweets. just strange tweets. And um, by canceled, he got 0% canceled. You know? Well, I mean, the interesting thing is, though, that he is the victim of actual attempted canceling, where it was like a conspiracy by this guy named Mike Cernovich, who's a far-right, uh, like, literal insane person. Oh, no. Is that and, Newman? Is this Newman? Or, wait, this wait. is me. No, this, this is, is true. This is all real. Oh, okay. Alex oh, Jones is not here. <laughs> okay. This is right. Alex Newman. Okay, all right. I just, this is sorry. real. And, Until your camera distorted, I thought maybe your face was blown. And there was this whole... Well, so because they're all weird pedophiles, yeah. they accuse everyone else of being weird pedophiles. And so when, when James Gunn had those tweets... Uh, he did something else to piss them off, and so they drug those up, and then they – it was literally a movement on Twitter by this guy, Mike Cernovich, really? to like get oh, him fired, and it worked. So he, oh, I hate that. It's a great example of like the reason they squeal yeah. like little piggies about canceling and cancel culture is because they are the number one perpetrators of it. Everything they do – everything that they accuse other people of, they are guilty of themselves. It's – so yeah, James yeah. Gunn. Now here's the real shit about Peacemaker. Can I do one thing quick? Can I say one course, thing. Of course. Of course. I, say one, I, just say I would one love thing for really you quick? to say one thing. Welcome to the Comedians of Wrestling podcast. Uh, this is a, a podcast about professional wrestling for the professional wrestling fan. I am Dan Black, the host of the podcast. If you turn off this podcast, I will fucking kill you. <laughs> <laughs> I love that it's just an actionable threat. <laughs> Should this be the new art like this? Like kind of like the Joe Rogan experience? Uh, I think we should stop. No, right, I, I think know. any direction that heads towards Joe Rogan experience, we should go the other way. I don't it's listen to Joe Rogan, so I don't really know what everyone's fitness. beefing them. But anyway, hey, guys, uh, we're going to be talking about uh, uh, pro wrestling and everything else and uh, 90% Hook. Uh, at the strip club, and uh, you can support us on patreon.com slash comedians of wrestling. By the way, episodes have been, uh, we're getting our bearings back with our schedule, but ep- main episodes will be coming out on Mondays again, okay? And bonus episodes coming out Friday morning. Now, for the uh, uh, Patreon, for the, uh, 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 you get the bonus episode of the week, at the $10 tier, I'm, I'm working on a new angle a new uh, 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 bonus for that. So everyone, I'll probably announce that like something like next week. I have an idea what I want to do for that. So thank you everybody for letting us. Uh, 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 you know, we we run this operation ourselves, so letting us give us time to look, rejigger the, the shit uh, as we get into the new year and things become clear in this ever evolving wrestling landscape. I mean, by the way. It's just nonstop now with the wrestling, right? Like we've hit, a, and we'll come back to Peacemaker. It literally, as I was sitting here, my phone beeped. Like I have a list of stuff I want to talk about, and it's like Mustafa Ali asked for his release. Um, that just happened as we're sitting. Here. Good for him. Wrestling. It's interesting because wrestling, like you know, the twenty-four hour news cycle of. Yes. Uh, of I've of, heard of it. You you know about this? You heard I've about heard this? Of it. You heard I've about heard, this? Uh, yeah, many people are talking about it. Sometimes you feel like the news, they're stretching the soup, you know? But I really believe you could do. You could have a 24 hours wrestling news cycle. <laughs> you definitely could. Hold you definitely on. Keep, could. Keep, keep going because I have a great example of like what you're talking about, stretching yeah. the soup. Right. Uh, just give me one sec. Let me find it. 
Because you uh, can, you can, <laughs> you can, you can, you can cut to matches. You can be like, meanwhile in Japan and the off hours, like what's going on in Japan. You know what I mean? And just at, at the desk all day, just be like, wow, Tomatonga just tweeted out this. Hey, Tomatonga, <laughs> I bring up Tomatonga because somebody posted him in the Discord. By the way, Patreon for two dollars only a month, you get access to our Discord, which is the greatest discussion. As Facebook is dying, uh, 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 elevate yourself to a higher tier of conversation over at the Discord. Um, and also supports the pod. But um, uh, to- someone posted hot- in the thread, the hot guy detour thread, a picture of Tomatonga. It's looking fucking good right now. So Woo! would you consider if someone, where is he? I would with Tomatonga, 100%. I'm a straight uh, guy, but I would. Of course. Oh, what was the question? So uh, <laughs> Wait, no, what, what picture of Tomatonga are we talking about? Where is it? Uh, go in the Discord server. It's on the hot guy detour uh, thread. Let me see. Someone had him. He's on the ropes. Like, you know what? You know, you know, when wrestlers are up on the turnbuckle and they just. Oh, like, I see him. Yelling at the crowd, you know? Yeah, look he's at that. Jacked, jacked up, right? He's got. Thangs, he's, he's brought back to Mohawk. His thangs are thanging right now. Okay, so this Newsweek, you've heard of it, right? Newsweek? Newsweek of course. I'm from Long Island. <laughs> right. Would you consider it like a, if you read a story in Newsweek, would you be like, this is like a reputable source? I I would think that it's a jabroni paper, but probably right. still a real paper. No. Okay. Oh, well, I mean, so stretching the soup. So this is in the culture section. This is in the news, by the way. Uh, reporting on a TikTok clip. Uh, and we have quotes pulled. Uh from TikTok user Bambi. Uh, we have quotes pulled from uh, TikTok user uh, user 314159 who observed the second last one with the frickin' child gate box alongside a laughing face emoji. This is the news, Dan. This is what they're filling the gaps oh with. Oh, my God. In the culture section. <laughs> culture. Yo. This is, reminds me, I was talking to Shebs, and he was telling me, he was telling me something. <laughs> I forget exactly what he was telling me, but he was, he was teach, telling me something, like, very scientific, you know? And I'm like, where, where did you learn that? He goes, TikTok. Like, Shebs gets, now, he's new, he used to be, like, a Wikipedia fiend. Now he's, like, get, now he's coming at me with TikTok news, you know? Yeah, but that, all of that is, is where do you get your news? Uh, other, other people tell me. What yeah. happened? You know, <laughs> it's really interesting, though, just to talk about Joe Rogan for one second. Okay. Because I don't listen to Joe Rogan. I have in the past. I have. I used to. And I, I'm actually, I'll be honest, I've interacted with him a couple times in my life yeah. in person and always like super nice guy. I'm sure I watch him elevate some of people I know, like with his platform. You know what I mean? Because yeah. he's weird because he wears a lot of hats. I know him in the comedian way. You know, mm-hmm. and also I don't really know him. I don't want to like claim to know him. I've just interacted with him before, um, um, uh, and and he, he, but I've seen him elevate other comedians around him that he believes in a pretty selfless, selfless way. That like even in my life, you know, people who I am, have friends who have like who could do things for like me or something don't. You know, so I'll always like not. To, I'm not complaining or anything, but I'm saying like. Doing that in this business, it's such an uncertain business, even if you're successful and blah, 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 right. blah, blah, and you can be, like, petty and this and that. I don't know. I, that's something I always respect about him. But I think, he, I think what's tricky about him is this is very dynamic because also there's another aspect of Joe Rogan, which is, like, he – I saw comedian Giannis Pop is making this point, which is that, like, 
why people go gravitate towards a Joe Rogan is that he's having he's beholden to no one, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, he has a big Spotify contract, but it's pretty clear that he does whatever he wants still. That's like part of the deal. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And he operates like out of Hollywood and he has people on who he's interested in and he has long form conversations with them, like three, four hour conversations with them. Mm-hmm. That, and it's not like a network which is beholden to advertisers and po- politics and lobbyists and blah, blah, blah. So there, I understand why people think that's good. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But I think there's a danger in that too, right? Because it's completely unregulated. I think he's beholden to more This is more interests. of your realm, Newman. I think he's beholden to more interests than you realize. Right. Not anything insidious. I just think that he, he's, he, it's not, um, like I think, so when Joe Rogan Illuminati? says something, so you have to consider this, like Joe Rogan gets 300, something like 200 or 300 million downloads, downloads a month. Okay. It's absolute insanity. And so yeah. when people yeah. say like, oh, I don't, uh, mainstream news, I don't listen to, I listen to, it's, I, I get my news from like Joe Rogan. I like Joe Rogan. He's non, not mainstream. It's like he gets, he's main, he is as mainstream as you can fucking get. When 300 right. million people a, m- a month are downloading your shit, you're the mainstream. Yeah. Right? But there's still power in not being like on Fallon. You know what I mean? Like, uh, sure. Uh, you know, but like for me, I used to listen to Rogan a lot. Yeah. I love, you know, his, the episodes when he would have like mycologists right, on and right, scientists right. and, you know, and then somewhere around like 20, I don't know when it was like 2015, 2016, when Nazis came back, he started having like Gavin McGinnis and like Milo and all these like free speech people. Uh, on, yeah, I, I don't, and, I don't know how you justify having like an Alex Jones in studio without, I because, mean, I know he, he storms in here, obviously, but no, have but, him in studio without saying to him, like, I want to just clarify uh, these things you did that are like apps, the, the, all the peacocking things you did that are so well, wrong to be famous. You know, a possibility is that Joe Rogan is so wealthy and so powerful yes. that it, none of this affects him in any real way. Right. And so he can talk about it from this sort of detached objectivity, um, because there's not really anything in his life that's being affected by any of this. Right. Uh, although he thinks it is because he feels like I have to get out of LA. I have to go to Texas where weed is illegal. And now I'm best friends with the fucking governor. And like he, he's a comedian and this is the eternal thing that i I talk about all the time. Comedians are either, cause you cannot be both. Comedians are either institutions of America that should be protected because they speak truth to power and they are like these like bastions of free speech and 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 rebellion right or it's just jokes bro and I'm just a dumbass and it's not serious and these are just jokes and I'm trying to make people laugh right, right? I think it's more of the first one than the second one but well, Joe those are Rogan, the comedians you like like the Bill Hickses and blah 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 right but I also like I also like just dumb like dumb shit too like I don't, I don't not like like a like a Bugen just Hagen. jokes, bro, or right. uh, or a Sami Zayn, <laughs> right? <laughs> right. But anyway, uh, yeah. Rogan is, in his words, a complete dumbass, except for when he feels like he's not, and he's talking about things that he's completely unqualified to talk about, and it's always, oh, a buddy of mine did this, a buddy of mine, so. He has to reckon with how powerful he is, how influential he is. And it isn't just flippant, like, oh, I'm just riffing, man. It's just a conversation. It's like, well, dude, there's there's 300 million people downloading you. 
like it's not as small time as you think it is. Yes, that's all. I, yeah, that makes sense. I mean, I mean, I think we should move on just because this is um, also who fucking cares? Because this is a pro wrestling podcast. Peacemaker, you just, you just lost. You just lost us a listener. You lost us one listener. I didn't like them anyway. <laughs> Some mouth breathing. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, um, let's 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 actually talk about let's let's kick it right off by congratulating my friend Brody King on debuting in AEW. Now, you say he's not my f- you want you want to say that's a you want to you want you want you want you want to say that that's a me. Are you lying to me, Dan? Or, I'll tell you this. Are you, dry, are you are you I saw him the other day? Yeah. At, at GCW? Yeah. Came up to me. Said, "What's up, man? How you doing?" With his head bleeding still. <laughs> that's sick. <laughs> After he wrestled, I think the Briscoes. Did you tell him that uh Okay. So anyway, Phil he's is, a friend of mine. That his favorite band, Phil's favorite band is his band. Did you tell him? No, I didn't know that. Is he, is I thought God's Phil's hate? favorite band is the is the Butcher's band. Oh right, but we also like God's Hate. Yeah, we yeah like yeah, Brody's yeah. band. Yeah, yeah. But um, no, that, that uh, what I'm saying about Brody. Forget about me. That's more of a true, but no joke. But more of that. I remember Brody King came up. I remember his first PWG show. I remember yeah. Brody King was in the audience of a table read that I was doing out here for. We were reading uh, Ryan Nemeth script, and Brody was watching. And at that point, he never even performed in PWG. And I watched him at bar wrestling. I watched him at that. What was the one? Dynamite. Well, not Dynamite, but the one that they did that was like TNT. Oh. Right? They did like a, a charity wrestling show here mm-hmm. for like uh, shelter dogs and stuff. Yeah. And uh, he's at LA's own. And not TNT. Fucking, something like that. What was it called? It was, no, it wasn't like. It was like. It's like Hot Daddies, baby. Hot Daddies. <laughs> I saw him at Hot Daddy's wrestling. Anyway, the point is to see him grow as a talent. Good for him. And just him next to Malachi Black is just uh, is just a what a match made in heaven. You know, I have to go back and watch. They were roommates, right? In hell, yeah. Uh, So I uh, I have to go back and watch because Malachi pointed and counted like one, two, three, like. Yeah, this was some destined moment. Like, oh, now I'm in the ring with all three of you. Now he's gonna like appear. I have to go back and like connect those dots because we always connect dots in reverse. Remember. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, but that was amazing. I fucking lost my gourd in the text thread. I, I lost my gourd as well, yeah. um, which is for I call them marbles. But uh, yeah, I lost my gourd, and I <laughs> <laughs> they're roommates in hell. Like, yeah. Hello, your rent is over there. This is the devil. <laughs> I hate this place. <laughs> this is the worst place. Oh my god, you gotta pay rent here also? I mean Ugh. Jesus. This place is hell. It's hot as fuck. The amenities is is unlimited heat. And the <laughs> landlord the landlord himself comes and collects the rent. It's just awkward. <laughs> like I feel like I could rather just drop it off in like a like a box. I you think know? that <laughs> the devil collecting rent, if you're paying, if you're living in hell, yeah, that's like if the president collected our rent, I think. <laughs> like, just knock on the door. If like, like Biden reverse, came here for my rent. You know it's, I mean? like, it's like the reverse. It's the anti-Santa. He goes door to door collecting money from people. Digging holes and collecting souls. It's the, right. the Undertaker. Uh, no, but... That should be a pr- pretty dope. So now, good for him. Great debut. I thought the crowd on 
Dynamite was kind of dead. Was it my sound or were they kind of dead? There wasn't a lot of people there. And there wasn't a lot of people there. They kind of blacked out the seats, right? Yeah. I was like, oh, wow, it looks like there's not a lot of people because I noticed again on Rampage, which is obviously are they the doing like Are they doing like uh, restricted uh, capacity? Or are they not selling tickets? I don't think. I think that these arenas are big. They're going into big fucking arenas. Like WWE has right. a hard time selling out some of these arenas. Like these are like three tier arenas, you know, with like LED boards on the third tier, like the whole the whole shebang, you right. know. And they might need to scale it back because first off, because of COVID, and second off, because you know, as the as the excitement wears off and it settles to where it's going to go, they yeah. might not be able to do what they did when they got CM Punk debuting. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. So I don't know. That's something there. You know, that's for them to figure out. But it did feel. Oh, it that's, felt not light on, in that's not on us. I thought we had to figure that. No, out. that is on us. But we should talk about it off air because I don't. Okay. You know what I mean? Like it's more of a private discussion for. Yeah. You know. Uh, I gotta say, podcasters determine uh, house size. You know, everyone, yeah. I don't know if everyone knows that. Yeah, and I gotta say, I don't. I do not feel qualified. You are though. You are though. You are. You are. You are. You. It's Peter Principle, bro. You rise to a level of incompetence. You know, like you're a great podcaster, so now you determine house sizes for wrestling shows. You know. Okay, doesn't make sense, but okay. But it definitely feels like AEW would benefit, maybe not monetarily, but from like a smaller crowd where it could echo a little more. You know. Right. But but I don't know. You know, I I I think COVID's the problem here because. Was this our first episode without Daniel Bryan? Our first Dynamite? I think so, yeah. Yeah. You know, because, I mean, like, even a couple weeks ago, the crowd was pretty fucking hot for, like, Cowboy, Danielson. You know what yeah. I mean? So who knows? I, I don't really know what's going on. It's so hard. We live in such fucking strange times. It's like, it's, it's, it is so bizarre. It's like, are we closed? Are we not? Then you turn on the TV, full crowd. And then, like, I saw a couple masks in this clip I was watching of, of an AEW clip online, and there was, like, the, it was like there was like three people in masks in the front row, and I was like, "Oh, wrestling fans wear masks," you know? Like, right. like, it's just a weird, just a weird, 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 weird zone to be in. But, uh, congrats to Brody King, a perfect fit and a great step forward for whatever Malachi is up to here. You know, uh, essentially, he is the first member of the House of Black. Is that kind of what, what it is? Yes, and now, I mean, literally, that's what it is. But like, yeah. um, and then we had the Pac promo video where he's blinded completely blinded and he has the full card that malachi had in his promo uh talking about how he can see now and so now he's gonna join i just don't know when they're gonna make that happen right um and then i guess my guess is they're gonna get a a woman too because i think that the goal would be to have uh a champ yeah Tag and female champ in one stable. Very fun. We'll see where it goes. I'm into it. You know, um, I'm into it. Uh, <laughs> I don't want to go this direction. I want to before I have way more to say about AEW, but I do want to talk about SmackDown. Okay. Okay. I just read about it. I couldn't bear to watch it. Watched SmackDown last night in full. Um, we're heading into Rumble season. You know, look, 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 look. We're heading into Rumble season. We got Brock and Reigns as the champ on both brands. Um, you know, my man Johnny Knoxville is in the Rumble. So that's... Mm. Isn't wrestling so interesting how, like, I adore Johnny Knoxville? Like, Johnny yeah. Knoxville is probably, like, you know, one of the funniest fucking dudes. Like, 
I can't. I'll go see Jackass if COVID. There's a fucking in Roma, IMAX. Yeah, like the whatever the next kidding me? the Asacron f- variant, and it kills you on immediate impact. I'm still yeah. seeing Jackass in the theater. Yeah, you know what it I mean. It fucking turns you inside out. Yeah, the minute, the minute it gets into your body, just your outsides are your. There's no way insides. I'm watching Jackass the way that I'm watched watched like Don't Look Up, where I take like pee breaks and leave it running, and I'm on my phone. Like, you know <laughs> yeah. what I mean? Like, I'm I I need Oof. to be like. Fully in, 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 like, I need the laughter of a yeah. jackass for my soul. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, I, yes. I, 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 it's going to be an event. I mean, we should go together, Nova. Yeah, of course. And we, then we I, should do a yeah. Cal Movie Club on it. <laughs> we should. Well, what are we going to say? Yeah. <laughs> and then the bowling pin hit him in the throat. Five moves. Five. I'm going to already yeah. give a preemptive five <laughs> wow. moves to jackass. <laughs> Pre order, five moves. Jackass is what I love about Jackass is like it just shows everybody like how like <laughs> like let's talk about like don't look up like that's like this intellectual comedy it's like yeah. at the Boy. end of the day you cannot compete with dudes being human, human slingshots into right. piles of shit like right. you, you just you can't yeah if there's a surprise like injury yeah no. sorry Adam McKay they found. I mean, Jackass, <laughs> Jackass makes me laugh just like I think about the concept and I just laugh. Right. You know well, what it's, I mean? It's comedy. It's crack. Yeah. It's like the most distilled just version of funny, which is ba- like, tra- like tragic things happening to other people. Yeah. And, and like also like the, the work shoot element that like it's not funny, but like. These guys are like in bad shape from this too. Like one of them's yeah. dead, right? right? Ryan Dunn died, like right. on an ATV, like doing essentially Jackass Bam Margera, style shit. Right? Bam Margera, Bam Margera is like, who is banned from the movie and from that whole. He is. He's circle. not in it. No, um, because of how his he's such a mess right now. Oh, they they like they're like it's it. He would do it, but they're like it's too unhealthy for you to be involved. They yeah. rather just pay him to stay. I mean, home. he's posting videos. Um, on like social media of him like drinking until he throws up and like crying about how they excommunicated him. I mean, it's like, oh shit, I didn't know that. Yeah, it's like not jackass. It's tragic and not the jackass funny way. <laughs> it's tragic in the unfunny way. Right. Well, my point was, my point was more. This that- is, I'm Bam Margera. Welcome to Jackass. This is ruin your whole life. <laughs> this is this is a slingshot. I'm gonna ruin my whole life, dude. Uh, my point was is that then, but when and Johnny Knoxville involved in wrestling, like a guy yeah. like it's like go get out of here, like it's so funny. How, like I don't want anybody involved in wrestling, right? <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. I, well, <laughs> as a medium, it is. Basically, I'm even getting to the point where like I don't even want the Rock there. You know what I mean? We need the less. We need as little <laughs> of the Rock as possible at just, this point. Is what we need. Right. It sounds crazy, but it's like, you know. But anyway, so the point is that why I turned on SmackDown, I was like, listen, I'm not going to take Rollins' reigns for granted. Like, that's a no-joke match. Now, in true WWE fashion, like, it's slapped together. It's like the biggest feud they could have of the of – the, they're, they're, in my mind, their top-tier feud for the right. AEW crossover audience mm-hmm. is Rollins' reigns probably, right? Right. Maybe something AJ, you know? Right. You know, it, it's 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 big time, right? Like Rollins is like the guy who they've done it right on. 
Also, you forget how big Rollins is, by the way. Random thing. He stands like the reins, and you're like, oh, Rollins is like a big guy, you know? Yeah. <laughs> he's like, he's got the Shawn Michaels build, but he's a huge dude, you know? Yeah. Anyway, but so they're, they're uh, uh, so, but in true WWE fashion, it's like clearly a last minute decision of like, and they do it every year. They have some match at the Rumble that doesn't really matter. Although this time they're saying Rollins might take the title. But. Again, it's just kind of like, remember they had the Finn Balor-Brock one? Like, I, I remember all of them, AJ, Daniel Bryan, and it's like a weird way you can kind of just like discount. You're like, all right, the champ needs to have a match here, but it's all about the Rumble, you know? Mm-hmm. But like this one was just, you know, it's like slapped together. I guess you can argue Rollins could win. But in terms of the feud, it's literally Adam Pierce just decided it. That's what they did. He was like, and they yeah. just like panned out to reveal Rollins, you know? Mm-hmm. You're like, okay, fine. But then they cut a promo in the ring, and, and, and literally the whole episode of SmackDown is it's, it's, it's actually unwatchable, this episode of SmackDown. And I'll go through some of the segments, too, to prove it. But even the opening segment was just like an embarrassment. It was like a tag team thing. Literally, the opening segment is te- the, like the Usos are out there saying God knows what, and then all these tag teams come down, and they're like half of them are just like hodgepodge tag teams, and they're setting up for a match. It's like a bunch of tag teams. Yeah. Cesaro and Mansoor are a tag team now. Okay, <sighs> it's like Cesaro's forty millionth tag partner. Okay, literally Pat McAfee goes, "There's Mansoor and Cesaro. Mansoor has great hair, and Cesaro doesn't. <laughs> like." All you That's can so fucking offensive. <laughs> I am I am livid. Pat McAfee right said a couple things. Like here's the thing: Pat McAfee is actually the most entertaining thing on the show, I but agree. at the same time, sells it out. Like Seth Rollins was dressed like Michael Jackson last night. Like 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 not even yeah. like he was wearing a Michael Jackson costume on SmackDown. Oh, this I said last night. I watched it last night. It was Friday. Mm-hmm. Okay, and like. <laughs> Pat McAfee just goes like There's Roman Reigns And there's Seth Rollins Dressed like Michael Jackson You're like Bro you're supposed to like Sell this moment Like you know it's like <laughs> Right But also can you blame him Like no. Seth Rollins is in there Dressed like Michael Jackson He had the white <laughs> socks right. And like You know the audience is like Thinking it And it's a little bit like Seth Stop dressing like Michael Jackson right. If you're trying to like Set up this meaningful fight <laughs> I don't know so then Rollins and, and Reigns, they cut a promo, and their promo is really good. Mm-hmm. But also, it's like th- they're going back to the Shield shit. Like, you know what I mean? That's well, all they in, have. What else do they have? Because that's all they have. These feuds come out of nowhere. It's like yeah. they had a couple bullet points, which is that Seth's beaten him in every title match because he beat him at Mania, and he mm-hmm. beat him at the, when they had a title match when Seth came back, and then I think Ambrose, that was when he was doing the pedigree. Yeah, Reigns went to spear him. He turned a spear into a pedigree, like a yeah. fluid moment. And then Rollins won. I think it was Rollins' first match back when he came back from his knee injury. Okay. Yeah. Then Ambrose cashed in, and that's how Ambrose had the title. Right. I remember. Um, so I think his. I think those are the two matches I remember, and Reigns winning both of them. Schmazzy, both involving a cash in. Okay. Right. <laughs> um, I guess not Schmazzy because Rollins won clean, but then Dean came in. But right. That's a good point. But then also, he, then he's like, and, uh, you know, uh, so you're worried about fighting me. And then the, the shield, they put the fist in. But you're like, Seth, you're a whole other character now. Right. And then Brain's big, 
beef was just like, yo, I don't know if you've heard. And Rain, it was, I actually dug it. The writing was good for Reigns. He's, he's still not a good actor. That's the thing. It's like he still can't really. He's still not. He would still see him in his head. Like he's not convincing. Mm-hmm. He looks good and the writing is good and you'll buy it. But it's still not convincing. You know? I think that you are looking for a level of of like convincing or yeah convincingness <laughs> yeah. uh that you're looking at like the re- like we're talking about five percent or ten percent right right like it's oh, not yeah, a yeah. lot I, it's good it's good enough like reigns is still the top right. guy and i'm gonna juxtapose this and jump over to aew after right. but i'll say is that right so anyway right yeah uh I, i'm definitely judging wrestling like as like i literally take acting class right, right. so <laughs> obviously i'm gonna be like critical of this but reigns's statement was and i'll, I'll want it to be better but reigns's statement was like yo actually like he, i'm big time now like yeah. i don't even know you know like you're talking you're like he said i'm talking in god about the past. mode i'm in god mode because yeah. i'm in god mode which was dope reigns was fucking great in this like the writing was really good yeah but he's like, i'm in god mode and then he's like you're not even like on my level, let alone you're not even the person I'd want to wrestle in your household. You know? Yeah, yeah if I wanted a megastar yeah. main event Royal Rumble, I would have chose your wife. That shit was fucking good. Let's be honest. Yeah. Like that's old school. It's essentially the equivalent of like calling like it's it's a, at least it's another version of saying bitch. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, exactly. like at least it's a but also also true. true. Just true. You're you're but then. Yeah, so that's it. But I'm just so fucking tired of this Seth. Like, everything Seth was saying, he didn't need to be dressed like fucking Cruella DeVille and Michael Jackson. (laughs) You know what I mean? Like, everything he said. Because it's like, if you're going to do the character when he was like, I'm the Messiah, but now he's Seth freaking Rollins. And I think they're easing towards it because he's calling himself freaking Rollins and now he's baby. And literally had like the Usos attack him, so he's gonna he's gonna go, baby, and that's fine. But like, boy, oh boy, do I just not need this peacocking from from Seth, especially when his wife's doing the same thing? Like, right. I he, he it's literally like they had a pro earlier. He's just like laughing like crazy. You don't need a twinge of, you don't need a layer of I'm crazy for Seth Rollins when he's cutting this kind of like architecty level promos, right? You know. So I right. hope they get rid of that. And then also, I don't really like Seth in this goofy state, especially as he's been losing the whole, pretty much the whole time mm-hmm. as this heel character. It's hard to take the match seriously because you want Seth in his old gear against Reigns. Then you're like, oh, shit, there's a shot of him being the champ again. You know, I'm going to I'm going to make a possibly controversial statement. OK, or rather a question. That is implying a statement. Has right. Rollins ever had a clear gimmick or clear like motivation in any of his characters? Like I get Seth? architect, yeah, right, but architect. what does that mean? But what does that mean? Oh, the architect was uh was the character who was like, look. By any means necessary. It was an edge. It was the ultimate opportunist gimmick, right? It okay. was like, he's like, yo, I, I suck up. I do. I suck up to uh, 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 management. You know what I mean? Right. Okay. I suck up to management. And it's just all about, it's all about being the, like the top dog. No, no one's safe. That was great. He was, was he, he was architecting what? Like plans and schemes? Yeah, he's always, because it started with, with Triple H. 
Triple H saying like uh, the Shield was like running amok on right. uh, Raw. <laughs> you know what I mean? Okay. Taking out, I think Evolution. <laughs> Am right. I making that up? <laughs> I, I, I mean, think so. Whatever. Right. I think Batista was there even. Blue. T- I think that was the Blue Tista era. <laughs> but anyway, and so, um, which t- by the way, Matt McCarthy. I was when blue when Batista wore all blue. I was sitting next to Matt McCarthy, and he was like, "It's Blue Tista," and he tweeted it out, and it was the first tweet as Blue Tista. Yeah, and he got no credit for that. But uh, wow. Uh, Matt McCarthy of the We Watch Wrestling Podcast. Great guy. Um, a great no, guy. S- also a great since- guy. That's uh, the Cheap Heat Podcast. Uh, uh, Brian Dipperstein, uh, Peter Rosenberg, Sweet Stack Guy Greg. Also great guys. Um, and um, so... Uh, uh, since yeah. The Architect. Yeah. So then Triple H was like, all right, well, there's always a plan B, right? And then right. that's he, when he said that is when he hit him with the fucking chair, right? Right. And so he was sort of the architect of this whole... Thing or what? Okay, so beyond that, and he said it's not cashing, it's not selling out, it's buying in. Remember, buying in, right? Okay, got it. I would argue that's not architect like, like I think architect. I think someone who's like pulling strings and yeah, like in my mind, Triple H is the architect. Um, in that scenario, I I agree. I'm not trying to pick it apart. What I'm trying to say is like it feels like, but he architected his cashing, like the cashing. Remember, like he was like, oh, I'm gonna let. I'm going to have Reigns, like you could argue, like he's like, I'm going to have Reigns main event WrestleMania, but it doesn't matter because I got the case. And I'm going to architect that these two guys beat the shit out of each other. You know what I mean? Love it. Okay, yeah. fine. But all I'm trying to say is it seems like for the longest time, his gimmick and his sort of wants and motivations have been in that sort of like worst of Bray Wyatt kind of realm where it's like these vagaries about like what he wants and why he deserves it and and he's always and like there's a gimmick like he's the king slayer or whatever he's going after triple h he's the beast slayer he's going after uh brock lesnar but it's always this sort of like his gimmick for the longest time feels like it's always needed it's like somewhat it's in relation to another wrestler yeah and it's nothing about what he wants it's nothing about what his motivations are sure but burn it burn it down seth was like kind of about burning down the fucking I'll give you that. Uh, establishment yeah. when he was like the good guy just being like, yo, fuck these. Like, I lost my way. Seth's had a fucking career. So that's his two career. So that's his two modes then, right? Yeah. So like part of authority and sucking up to Messiah it. Messiah mode, but, which I would argue never really, really clicked, but it was it was I'll give him a little bit of credit because it's pandemic zone, but the Messiah Seth Rollins was like I liked it, but I didn't love it. Did Alistair Black have anything to do with the Messiah turn? No, there was the Buddy Murphy moment, remember? But they were, they were, yeah, okay. Alistair right. did absolutely nothing. He sat in the black room. And, right, and said, come and, find uh, me. Said, said, knock on my door. And yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, as we know, that was all uh, a hallucination. As you know, I'll be like, hey, it's perfectly legal. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Are you? <laughs> <laughs> um, Are you I, watching Boba Fett? I started it. I, I got to tell you, I'm in this weird zone where, like, if you told me as a kid there was going to yeah. be, like, a Boba Fett TV show and yeah. that they were going to get the guy who played Django back, you know what I mean? Yeah. And that they're going to show me a clip of him breaking out of the Starlight pit, which I thought was completely underdone. I was like, what? This should be, like, the whole episode, right? No? Uh, I mean, it kind of was. But I didn't finish the first episode. Do they go back to it? Well, the whole first episode is there's a lot of flashbacks. No, I want him actually getting out of like 
Like, well, he, did, it, he, he did it so easily. You know what I, I mean? I thought it was funny, and I don't know if it was on purpose, that um, it kind of it aligned with Patton Oswald's rant in Parks and Rec. Like the with the hand, like like coming out of the sand. Uh, oh, it's right. Like when he's doing his fan fiction, like that's yeah, how yeah, he yeah. describes it happening, and then that's how they that show it exactly. happening. So I don't understand <laughs> that. So I, I rewatched that part three times. Yeah. And I was like, so he. I love that he took air from the stormtrooper. That was sick. Because like anytime right. you could show that a boat that a bounty hunter is like savvy in survival, you know what yeah. I mean? I love that, right? It's yes. like he's losing air. He's like, Oh, I know that they have an oxygen tank. Like that that's the shit I love. Right. And then he takes out the flamethrower. He right. uses like his flamethrower. And I guess he burns through the side of the pit. He makes gives it an ulcer essentially, right? Right. right, right. <laughs> oh, I, uh, I ate a boba fett. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. I guess the My agit- yeah. put, like protonics just like like just like <laughs> like a dump truck of it to fix yeah. the Sarlacc pit. <laughs> beep, beep. That's just like, like a robot chicken sketch, right? Yeah. <laughs> Waving it down. Like a bunch of tums. Anyway, yeah. so uh, um, like, that, but then he goes. So then I guess he just climbs out of the sand. Yeah, I think that's what it was. He like dug up through the sand. This does the least fun way for him to get out of the pit. I would love him to you... climb out back out the mouth. Oh yeah, and, you know what I mean. I, I, yeah, I wonder because I know there was a comic book and he did it in a second. Like it's like that's like. I would just I would have the whole episode him trying to fucking Jimmy out of that thing, and then maybe there's another alive guy in there he has dialogue with, and he turns his back me. on him. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like I to me it was such an important thing. That I was like, oh, and that's my thing is that if you told me it was going to be a Boba Fett TV show, I'd be like blown away. But now my my brain's like these. It's so much. It's they all feel like just side missions. You know what I mean? Like what I like about Star Wars. Is like it's episode one, episode two, like the, the the stakes of being like this is an official episode, right? You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. It's yeah. so high to me. You know what yeah. I mean? That like I don't even know how J.J. Abrams like sleep at night, being like I, <laughs> I mean, you know what I mean? And then I don't know how he sleeps at night after the fucking he destroyed <laughs> that last movie is just absolutely. I don't even abysmal. remember if I saw it. I don't think I did. <sighs> Here's a Star Wars meme that I adore, okay? I saw it last night. But I don't what know if this? I can get it in focus. I, we don't, we, I don't have it. Phil here to bring it up proper. Wait, All right. Well, it says, I, I like oh, the part yeah, of Star I like Wars, Star Wars where where and, and ass was driving. <laughs> so I like the part of Star Wars I saw Wars that this morning. And ass I saw that this morning. was driving around. It's, it's so good. And it looks yeah. like a fucking <laughs> Tondirian head or something. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, woo! Uh, oh, anyway, so um, anyway, that being said, Seth Roman, hundred yeah. percent excited to fucking watch that. Like, right? Bottom line, that's it. Like a rumble. Yeah, against, uh, that's the. Ma- I mean, that's like the mania match. And look, you know, who knows what they're setting up with Brock? You know, um, maybe they're going for a triple threat with them, like a rematch of thirty-one. You know what I mean? Like, who knows? I- I- I'm not exactly sure, but. I want to go over to, to uh, Dynamite for a second. But like I was saying, WWE, like, yeah, Sami Zayn did a segment that's just like, who wants this? It was in Zayn. He was doing his own jackass parody. And like, yo, shout out to Sami Zayn as a performer. He's right. very good. Like, he is very yeah. good. He gets that mic time for a reason. 
you know, they, they give him stuff and he sells the fuck out of it. You know what I mean? Right. So, so, so good for him. But Jesus, the show was fucking atrocious. Cut over to AEW, though. And I'm going to be critical of AEW this week, okay? Yeah. Yo, look. I'm way more of an AEW fan than WWE right now. It's not even close, right? Right. But shit, this was like the dynamite of terrible mic work. This was terrible mic work. This was the dynam- the terrible mic work dynamite. I mean, it kicks off like Adam Cole. Listen, it's not one of my guys. I'm an yeah. Adam Cole fan. I mean, Tulo will kill me right now. He's, Yo, he's fucking killed. He's like, I saw Britt Baker came out with him. And it's like, I get it. That is very fucking cool. But like these promos they're cutting are shit. And then they give the microphone to Kyle O'Reilly and, uh, and Bobby Fish. And they cut maybe the worst promo. Like, I, I, like it was like, these are like cool guys in wrestling, mm-hmm. and they're saying nothing, and the crowd's not reacting at all. Now, maybe the crowd was smaller, and they were expecting way more pop because, like, the Britt Baker kissing Adam Cole thing, like, like you, I think they're expecting the crowd to go insane. Right. And I think the crowd went mild. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, uh, but they need to write these promos. I'm sorry. The writing is... Fucking generic garbage. Like, I don't... Mm-hmm. You got a tag team called Red Dragon for no reason. Like, right. imagine you turn on this show. You're like, hey, these two guys are Red Dragon, but they hang out with Adam Cole, who's the... goes says boom and baby. Right. And then there's a dentist. <laughs> right. Okay? And, like, right. I'm saying, like... I'm not saying they need, like, stuff to be written, like, so clean and wrestling can't be... <laughs> Where is Sheffield going? I don't know. I saw that. <laughs> Yo, Sheffield's stealing the show. Watch on the yeah. YouTube. We need the wrestling YouTube channel, by the way. And he's just really exploring the couch. Make it your own. Sheffy. What's up, boy? Hi, boy. What's up, dude? Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> and there he went. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, it was like, I was just like, I had to be honest. I was like, this is fucking bad. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, this, this is like... Well, I I don't even remember what they're talking about. I don't have it like down to a, a, a side, but I was like the the it, it, it they they could they need some writers. Like honestly, mm-hmm. they could use some fucking real writers over there. Yeah. I know it's not what they want to do, but not everyone a, is going to be a Malachi Black who has fucking notebooks full of <laughs> storyline. So then that's what I would say is like also fine book the show in a way where the guys who can talk are going to talk but like if 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 cole's going to come out give him a microphone and he cole is the biggest culprit of great sounding promos with no substance and it's what i've always said about him it's like he doesn't say anything to uh anything specific ever it's like i'm the best and i'm gonna win he's like mm-hmm. the the and dude like you you you, you need more like you, Malachi Black's running circles around these guys, you know. Yeah. So I, I, I don't know. I just didn't even know what to say. Then the Jericho, they cut to a Jericho. Jericho cut maybe the sloppiest promo. He's still just making fun of everybody's head, and no one's laughing, you know. Yeah. And then also, Cowboy it's like cuts he's a approaching promo. dangerous territory to be talking about the shape of people's heads. <laughs> like, you're on the borderline. Oh man, it's like. Get these microphones to MJF, to Punks, to Eddie Kingston's, you know, because it's like to Daniel Bryan even. Daniel Bryan cuts a great promo. Like, he doesn't, it's not like, anyway, whatever. 
It's not the. It's not his promos are not. Daniel Bryan. I know Shebs has like problems with Daniel Bryan's promos and blah blah blah. Daniel Bryan can cut a promo, you know. Mm-hmm. Even Sting, who I rock, knock his promos. These guys need to have a little bit of the old school flavor in there if you're gonna be on television. Like you need to be a performing better, right? So I don't know. I just was like, oh my god. Now that being said, like, because you know, like Jurassic Express, they got Christian, which is helping them a lot. You know, yeah, <laughs> he's very good on the microphone. You know, mm-hmm. so I don't know. Cody's great on the microphone. They have a lot of great guys on the microphone, and this was the display. Of the inarticulate. <laughs> Jesus. Now, that's my negative shit. I don't know how you felt. Did you feel that? I honestly, I watch, I watch for Malachi to show up. I enjoy the rest of the stuff just fine. Um, I really like Hook. I like everything that's happening there. I like Taz a lot. I like, ah. I like a lot of the stuff, but yeah. I'm watching... For the developments of the House of Black. Well, AEW still has a lot of great shit going on, which I'm going to get into. Like, don't get yeah. me wrong. I'm just saying this is like they got, uh, you know, because uh, Sean Spears on Rampage cut, I thought, the best promo of the of the two shows, which is and, which and, is, and that's not that's uh, that's insane for me to say. Damning indictment of that entire company. I thought his promo was surprisingly good, but I might have just been fucking gasping for air here, like to see something. Because the best promo, the best segment I watched of all the stuff wrestling I watched this week was Roman Rollins. So you guys want to shit on WWE, then make better segments, you know, um, the more, more more engaging television. Now that being said, AEW's got a lot of cool shit going for them right now. Um, I think. Wardlow is stepping into a zone of stardom. I mean, Mm -hmm. he's a guy when, you know, when you, when, when somebody says to you like, Hey, here's an opportunity. And then you run with it. This is what this guy's doing. He's getting in incredible shape. He's messing around with the gear, finding his right gear. You know, Mm -hmm. he's getting tan as fuck. He's not showing up to TV ever. Not looking like a star. He looks like fucking Tom Hardy of wrestling. Like he's the Tom Hardy of wrestling. Oh yeah. A little bit. Yeah. He does. And this, he's a fucking star, you know? Yeah. It's awesome. Uh, MJF, obviously, still fucking shining. But this yeah. purple gear that Ro- Wardlow was in, he looked great, I thought. Yeah. Great. Yeah. Um, War- uh, uh, MJF reminds me of that Sesame Street character, Tully. Which one's Tully? Just, let's just Google him. What is that, Google? Oh, no, that's Tully Blanchard, bro. <laughs> uh, oh, Tully Tullivan. Yeah. The, uh, oh, I mean, yo, this, this character, that's hilarious. This character <laughs> is just Cookie Monster, but with another color, right? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, Tully Monster. <laughs> yeah. Oh, he eats what? Televisions, I guess? Uh, but yeah, that's who MJF looks like. To me, uh, he eats televisions. That's I don't know. If Cookie <laughs> oh, Monster oh, eats that, cookies, and that, Telly is, oh, Monster might eat televisions. Bro, I literally thought you were serious. I no, know. I don't know. <laughs> I, I, thought, I thought that was a shoot. I thought that was a shoot. I, I, it wasn't a rhetorical question. I was oh asking, does he eat televisions? Um. All right. Um. I even like the Bucks on the microphone. Like at least they're saying stuff too. I don't know. I just think they need a massive overhaul of the of the writing. Like the wrestling is so fucking good, but the 
they need these guys need to be like coached in the you know I, I'm basically saying hire me but uh yeah. they you know they won't obviously but uh um oh fuck who were we just talking about where was that just going uh I mean Adam Cole no 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 what were, Wardlow. Uh, no 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 uh, all right I'll go back to my notes but I wanted I, I had a point I wanted to make and I was excited about it okay well this happens back. from time to time you know what I mean this happens yeah. oh it's gonna bother me because I know what every time this happens I don't know it's fine I'm sure it's in my notes here somewhere anyway I just think the uh I, I think that the aew show just it's like it, need, it can use a little fucking a little finesse, baby. Could use a little, a little yeah. finesse. Yeah, I mean they've been around for what three years, so. Yeah, but I just think they've, they've so much. It's just frustrating because they've got so much going for it that right. I think just sometimes I'm like, yo, let's just look just that. I, like, but they're spending a shit ton of money. Like, why right. not spend money on some writers? Because they clearly sure. don't have writers. I don't know. Cowboy Lance Archer, they're setting up, which um. I think is, it's good. It's just, here's my other kind of beef with AEW, which is like, look, Lance Archer ain't going to beat Cowboy, right? Right, right. Every title shot they have is like, they go on a, it's almost like, feels like an X amount of run, right? Right. Which right. is why I thought Daniel Bryan should have beat Cowboy, you know? Mm-hmm. Just to switch up the, the pattern they have here, because this is, what they're going for is clear just rain, title reigns, you know? Like, right. I thought it was cool Brock winning the title off of Big E because even Big E was like, I was disappointed in, in the run, like he was saying in an interview. And you're like, yeah, like, there's, it felt like they took it off him because they're like, going into mania season, you can't hang, you know? Right. Whether right. you agree or not is whatever, but that stakes to that title has that work shoot element. AEW feels like once they give it to you, they let you ride out. And they haven't had a... a I know what I was going to say. I was going to talk about Charlotte. So let's remember that. Um, it, it, and they, uh, uh, it doesn't feel like they have the fucking nuts to pull the ball, to pull, pull the string out, like if it's not working. and I, I, They don't have the nuts to pull the balls. Yeah. Now they're stuck with Cowboy because he's a homegrown talent. So letting Daniel Bryan beat him is dangerous, but I still would have done it. Yeah. Because I don't think that even exists. I don't think the fan, like, we in mimetry and IWC talk, people are going to be like, well, look, they just make WWE towns. But that's not going to draw people back to, like, I'm done watching this. Because everybody, right. anyone who cares like that knows Daniel Bryan's an indie guy to begin with and, right. and is not like, you know what I mean? They're not like right. this. So I think Daniel Bryan taking this title off Cowboy would have set up such a great dynamic there, which is like Cowboy always falls short, you know? Be a, be a funny, uh, a funny heel gimmick, the homegrown talent, where it's just like every city he's in, he's just like clearly not from there. He's like, I remember growing up on, you know, <laughs> in the, on this shitty little street. Yeah. Over uh, <laughs> yo, actually, you just reminded me. Johnny Knoxville said so, he said something that was he pulled like a it, on the, the Summerfest kind of a thing. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. Like I think it was in his um, in his uh, like he did a I think he did a post on social media that was like. That was like he said some version of like something Royal Rumbley that was off uh, here. The Battle Rumble. 
No, it was when he was he was giving. Oh, he's he, so he's <laughs> he's like photoshopping himself into like wrestling matches. Like here, here's one of like him like giving Brock an elbow, and he's okay. like, you know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> and so and he's going like, yo, you guys, it's way back Wednesday. It's like remember when I elbowed Brock? You know, and it's like pretty funny. But yeah. he said, yo, he called. Here's what it is. He said he called Brock Lesnar a short timer. <laughs> Instead of a part timer, part timer, yeah. <laughs> you know, I like, like, I love when someone tries to come into wrestling, and it's so clear that they don't watch. Like, it's it's something I love. It's like wrestling so fucking insular that way. As such fanboys, right. you're like, you know, your part timer is like, you're gonna be banned from the Summerfest. <laughs> That's uh, what's his name, Jerry Vivid. Oh yeah. <laughs> Was that on purpose though? No. Summerfest? No, these guys come in, they get coached for two seconds in Gorilla, right? right? And they're like, all right, you just say, like, he's banned from SummerSlam. And then they're, like, out there. They're not used to performing in front of 20,000 people who really care about this thing that you're just popping into based on your stardom of a show they don't give a fuck about because they got 40 hours of wrestling a week to watch. You know what I mean? And so... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> oh they God. come in and it's like you're banned how from the he, Summerfest how did he die oh he tried to watch all of the wrestling and Entourage in one week <laughs> listen up you short timer yo Brock Lesnar's a short timer bro I, I, don't, yeah. I know it's controversial but he's a short timer <laughs> he's here for a good time and a short time alright uh, here you go question this is me and yes. Tulo we're talking about on the text thread um Better women's division, AEW or WWE? <sighs> the soundboard's fucked up today. I'd give you. I mean, bearing effort. in mind that like the WWE women's division necessarily includes Dana Brooke, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Which I and she's badass, mom. Okay. Um, yo, Dana's badass, mom. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, somebody's favorite wrestler. By the way, there is a rumble pool happening run by, I think, AJ Pittner and Emily Scott are running it. Um, The details are in the Facebook group and the the Discord. Uh, I think it's like $15 to get entered to both pools, I believe. But, uh, uh, you know, the details are there. Those guys are running it. I'll be involved. Uh, I'll be getting in the uh, mix. I'm I'm officially entering myself into the Royal Rumble pool. Anyway. (laughs) Right. Okay, so just based purely on star power, yeah, with WWE having you know Carmella, Becky, Naomi, uh, fucking Alexa, fucking um, I'm forgetting everybody's name, but I would say WWE has the stronger. Women's yeah, the division. WWE women's division is way stronger than the AEW women's division, in my opinion. Now that being said, the booking has been way more exciting in the AEW's women's division, right? But the booking in WWE's women's division is so bad. I mean, right. they just bury all this great talent. But if you look at like like Shayna Baszler, it doesn't matter. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like they. But if you look at their roster, they like fucking Bianca, Charlotte, Sasha. You put, Becky. Yeah, you put the entire women's roster <laughs> yeah. on a poster, and you're like, this is stacked. Yeah, the women's roster in WWE, the writing and but booking wise, they don't do shit like. I'm sure they would love right. to have those kind of street fights and shit, like you know, like like Tay is having. But those 
the the WWE Women's Division. So like, Tulo is always like she's got to go to AEW to Charlotte. Yeah. I'm like I don't really know about that. You know? Yeah. Right. I mean, you can't conflate. You uh, be care. People should be careful to conflate like the booking and the division. Yeah, like Charlotte belongs in WWE. Like she's such an. I don't know. Do you really see matches for her in AEW? Like, not really. I, I don't even. To be honest, I mean, I'm not outside sure. of the sense that like I would watch her wrestle anybody. No. Yes, but like, uh, I would love to see Charlotte like a forbidden forbidden door kind of situation. But Charlotte over there, she's gonna run into a problem where she's way better. Like, I mean, Britt Baker can't wrestle even close to the level of Charlotte. She yeah. can put on like a good show and and bleed out and surprise you with how far she'll go. But the technical ability is of the Sasha Bailey's Becky. And plus you put them side by side and it's like, yes, like that's just the reality. Like Bianca is kind of on another, like Bianca yeah, is kind of on another level than, than a lot of the women's division. Like Jade is awesome, but Jade can't go like, like no. at, at that level they're building up. The, I think AW women's division will get there. I believe right. in what they're doing. But if I'm Charlotte, I stay in WWE. I gotta be honest, you know. Right. Like you're you're gonna turn down. She main events every mania. I mean, last year was the exception, which mm-hmm. was good for her because it built up Bianca and Sasha more to wrestle her. It all comes back to her. So I, man, Charlotte is the new like the Kevin Owens. You will see her resign. Trust me. Yeah. You know. Yeah. 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 You know what I mean? Like she knows she'll do that math and say there's. There's some wrestlers. There's here something here for you, and some wrestlers there's not. And Kevin, even Kevin Owens, there's something there for him. He has another run in him over there, you know. Yeah. Uh. So I don't know. That was the argument. Anyway. Um. That's everything for this week, really. I think uh, we can get the f out of here. What do you What do you say, cool. buddy? What do you yeah, say? Man. Yeah. A lot of good stuff heading into. I. I. I'm excited. I mean, I watched SmackDown. I'm. I'm excited for the Rumble. I doubt any shows besides just the clips of Rock that I'm going to see are going to be get me excited about the actual the Raws and Smackdowns leading up to Rumble. You know what right. I mean? Um, but I, the Rumble will be fun. Like maybe we'll see like Braun Breaker come into the Rumble. Maybe Champa comes up. Like there's there's cool shit that can happen over there. Plus they could have a maybe might fucking throw a curveball this year and have a someone fun win. Like a yeah. riddle or something. Like, who the fuck knows? You know what I right. mean? Um, if they have... The, 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 the thing is that they're probably just going to go Roman Brock and just have one title match. You know right. what I mean? And then have the women main event the first night. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And then Roman Brock, it's hard to see how that's going to be something I'm excited about. That's hard. That's hard. I, I, I like Brock as a baby, but it's hard to. But, like... Who can wrestle Brock? Like, honestly, who could wrestle Brock? Yeah. Oh, we have Nobody. Brock Lashley at the Rumble, right? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That, like, I'm pumped for that. Yeah. No? This is a long yeah. time coming, that match. And Lashley, uh, we'll say about Lashley. Like, Lashley, Jabroni on the mic. We know this. But he's got MVP. And I would say Lashley's done a nice job of stepping up as a main eventer. You know? He belongs yeah. in the main event picture. His match with Goldberg like kind of ruled. Like, right? Yeah. yeah. It does. It does. I mean, no pun intended. A lot of the heavy lifting, like for, for you. <laughs> Brock Lashley, come on! I'm pumped for that. This yeah. Rumble is going to be a great time. I'm expecting. Uh, did you see the last thing I'll say? They're looking at tall in the elimination chamber, the WrestleMania chamber. Mm-mm. Yeah, <laughs> that's I the mean, most what does that like even mean. Yeah, that's like frosting on frosting. The elimination. I've always said that the chamber should be the SummerSlam Rumble. 
right. know? Yeah. They got a couple the events. If I'm them, I swap out Survivor Series entirely for Money in the Bank. That's what I would do. Make Money in the Bank pay-per-view a one of the four pivotal ones. I see. You know what right. I mean? So that yeah. now you have a, a briefcase before the Rumble, you know? Right, 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 right. And so you can ride it past the Mania even, right? But there's always the chance of a cash-in at Mania. What about a cash-in? What, what about a Royal Rumble cash-in? Like somebody's number comes up, number eight, bang, they come out, and then uh oh, what's this? Someone else's music hits, and they cash in and they take their spot. In you the can rumble. you cash in on a rumble spot? Well, or, I, I mean, listen, I'm not even. I got to be honest, I'm not even opposed to the Money in the Bank pay per view being like like casino night, okay? Uh huh. Right. And like one of the things is like a Royal Rumble entrance spot, <laughs> like you know right. what I mean? Like everything is about earning a Spin ticket. Wheel. Yeah, yeah. No, nothing is about earning a championship. It's all about earning a ticket. You know what right. I mean? A chance to. <laughs> yeah. Before your match, they hand you a fucking Wonka bar to open. Right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Anyway, let's get out of here. I got shit to All do. Right. But uh, everybody, uh, bonus episode coming at you, everybody. At Friday AM, that we'll be talking about. Uh, that'll be, we'll have watched Dynamite main episodes coming about Monday. And I'll come back and let you know we're doing a $10 level on Patreon. Thank you for everybody for your patience and us getting back on track here in the new year. But we are back daddies we're sexy and we're ready to go everybody keep watching wrestling <laughs> kisses it got weird <laughs>